You're listening to Comedy Central. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. We will win this, and we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won. We're going to win. We're going to keep winning. It's too much winning. We can't take it. President Donald just a minute Trump is in more trouble than a guy who kidnapped Liam Neeson's daughter. Because all day, Joe Biden has been slowly chipping away at Trump's lead in Georgia, while also cleaning up as mail-in ballots are counted in Pennsylvania. Basically, by the time you're watching this, it could all be over. So tonight, you're either popping champagne or popping all your stress pimples. But even though things look bad for him, Donald Trump is not a quitter if you don't count his casinos and marriages. And he still has several strategies to win this thing. So let's go through those strategies today. Strategy number one is Trump's first response to anything, whether it's trying to get out of paying a bill or silencing a porn star. Lawsuits. With his path to re-election appearing to be narrowing, President Trump's relying on relief from the courts that may never come. Filing suits in Michigan and Pennsylvania to stop vote counting until the Trump campaign can access the counting locations. The Trump campaign saying it would request a recount in Wisconsin where Joe Biden is the apparent winner. The Trump campaign filing a lawsuit in Georgia alleging one of its poll observers saw late absentee ballots illegally added to a stack of on-time absentee ballots in a heavily Democratic county that includes Savannah. Quite possibly, we'll do a national lawsuit and really expose the corruption of the Democrat Party. Ooh, a national lawsuit? So if you're watching this, consider yourself served. And what a difference between 2016 and 2020. When Hillary lost, she disappeared into the woods. But Trump starts losing. He's dragging voters one by one onto the witness stand. Although knowing Trump, he's probably just hustling for a big settlement. I'm suing because I should be president. That's why I'm here. But for 500 grand, we can forget this whole thing ever happened. 300,000, 250, my final offer, 50,000. I'll pay you, but only $20 out of the deal. But what case exactly are they bringing to the courts? Well, Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer and man who drank from the wrong holy grail, explained his objections to counting votes. Not a single Republican has been able to look at any one of these mail ballots. They could be from Mars as far as we're concerned, or they could be from the Democratic National Committee. 
Joe Biden could have voted 50 times, as far as we know, or 5,000 times. You have a reputation for dead people voting, and we're going to go look at just how many dead people voted here. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Do you think we're fools? Calm down, Count Wacula. First of all, it depends on who you mean by we. Because if you're talking about you and Trump, then yes, we do think you're fools. But if you're talking about the entire Trump administration, then also yes. Because I mean, come on, dude. Joe Biden isn't voting 5,000 times. Have you seen how long the lines have been? Not even Joe Biden wants Joe Biden to be president bad enough to wait that long. And as for looking into dead people, it's gonna be hilarious when Rudy Giuliani is questioning the dead on how they voted. Did the Democrats get you to vote for them? No, man, I'm a dead guy, just like you. What? I'm not dead, I'm alive! Oh, then you should, you should get that whole thing checked out. That, ooh. Joe Biden was declared the winner of the 2020 presidential election. But even though many people are cheering, for some Americans, it's still gonna take a little longer for this result to sink in. That of President Trump remaining defiant and not conceding this race. Across the country, pro-Trump protesters echoing the president's baseless claims that the election was stolen. He would have to do a lot to convince Republicans uh, that this is anything except a left-wing power grab financed by people like George Soros. We had computer glitches that changed Republican votes to Democrat votes. You look in Pennsylvania, dead people voted in Pennsylvania. There's a software called Hammer and Scorecard used to flip votes from Trump to Biden. Is that indeed true? We've had hundreds of thousands of ballots mysteriously appear for uh, solely for Mr. Biden. This is coup 5.0, Lou. Ooh, coup 5.0? Is that the coup with the front-facing camera? Oh, that's dope. I want to get one of those. Are these guys kidding us? This was so batshit. I caught coronavirus just listening to it. You're telling me that the crafty Democrats have used their satanic powers to steal the election, but for some reason they didn't steal the Senate? Because what? They were using the free version of satanic powers and taking the Senate as a premium feature? Like, when you think about this, America's whole system is rigged to help Donald Trump. The man lost by four million popular votes and still had a chance to win the electoral college. How does that make sense? The only person Donald Trump should be mad at is himself because he started on third base and still somehow lost the game. And look, I think everyone agrees that if there really is voter fraud, we wouldn't want that to decide the election. But guys, Donald Trump always says that there's voter fraud. In 2016, he said it about every single primary that he lost, right? And then he even said it was the reason that he lost the popular vote. It's never been true. And this is not just me saying it. The courts have also been like, yeah, Donald, we're not buying it, buddy. The president's personal attorneys have vowed to continue filing lawsuits, even though they don't appear to have any clear path to 270 electoral votes. And they've already faced a string of court losses so far, as judges keep saying that these allegations are just not supported by evidence. If you get to the court of law, you got to provide evidence. And the case that they brought uh, in Michigan uh, was summarily rejected by the judge. He said, you don't have any evidence. It was based on uh, a posted note. I'm not kidding. On a posted note uh, with an unsigned note saying, I, they're telling me to change the addresses. Yeah, that's the difference between Fox News and courts. In courts, they ask follow-up questions. Because you can go on Fox News all day screaming, Joe Biden stole the election! But in court, they ask, uh, how? Uh, I got a, I got a post-it note? Honestly, I wonder, does Trump have even one lawyer who knows the law? Because it feels like all the people he knows 
He only knows them because they specialize in the criminal code that they've been charged with. I need someone who knows fraud. Jimmy, you did time for that thing, right? You're on the case, buddy. Just do what they did to you. So with the court skeptical, the campaign had to take their argument directly to the people. And honestly, it might've gone better if they'd chosen a slightly different venue. The Trump campaign held a press conference to challenge the election results at Four Seasons Total Landscaping in Northeast Philadelphia. Some people suspect the campaign intended to reserve the Four Seasons Hotel, but accidentally booked this landscaping company, located between a crematorium and a sex toy store. Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, was speaking when he was told the election had been called for Biden. Who was it called by? All the, oh my goodness, all the networks. Wow. All the networks. <laughs> no, guys, come on. How is this real? Like, how is this real? How are you going to hold a press conference at a landscaping warehouse between a crematorium and a sex toy store? I mean, as a general rule, if you're ever out declaring war, you don't want to do it 20 feet from a dildo. Although, I mean, in some ways it makes sense. Because if you ask people what's halfway between a pawn shop and a crematorium, they'd probably say Rudy Giuliani. And by the way, I have a feeling that Rudy Giuliani uses that sarcastic response a lot. I'm sorry, who wants me to put my clothes back on? Everyone, oh wow, everyone, every single person in this Denny's wants me to put my clothes back on. So even though most of the world has accepted that Joe Biden will be the next president, Donald Trump is clearly planning to drag out this fight for weeks. And his people are behind him all the way. Well, almost all the way. Despite no proof to support allegations of widespread fraud or illegal voting in the United States, some of his top Republican allies backing the president's refusal to concede. At this point, we do not know who has prevailed in the election. Uh, the media uh, is desperately trying to get everyone to, to coronate Joe Biden as the next president, but that's not how it works. Okay. Trump has not lost. Do not concede, Mr. President. Fight hard. President Trump is 100% within his rights to look into allegations of ir irregularities and weigh his legal options. Privately, people believe that it is time for the president to concede the election. It is true that Jared Kushner has approached the president about conceding the election. And then my colleague reported that the first lady has also talked to the president about accepting the fact that he has lost this election to Joe Biden. Basically, they're all just waiting on the president to come to terms with what's happening. Yes. Melania and Jared are reportedly trying to convince Donald Trump to concede. Although Melania is definitely working her own hustle at the same time. Donald, you have to concede. Pennsylvania says Biden won, and they also said our marriage isn't valid. I know, it's the decision that people have spoken. And as for Jared schooling Trump, imagine being told to grow up by a guy who's never gone through puberty. That's gotta hurt. It's also not great for Jared either because this is just yet another impossible job Trump has given him to do. All right, Jared, it's your job to convince me to concede the election. Okay, sir, it's time to concede. Eat shit, you creepy mannequin. Catch me if you can. Ah! So, maybe Trump will decide to concede eventually. Or hey, maybe he won't. It actually doesn't really matter either way because it's not really his decision to make. Joe Biden is going to become president on January 20th, and Trump's opinion about that counts for exactly one vote. Same as any other vote in America. And I know it's hard to believe, but after all this time, it looks like reality has finally caught up 
with Donald Trump. It must be so uncomfortable working in the White House right now because everyone around Trump knows he lost, but they've got to all go along with the lie. That's got to be exhausting, especially when you're already running a fever from COVID. But look, I'm sorry, Donald. This just isn't gonna work. You can't pretend that everything's fine when the whole entire world saw you get fired. My nigga, if people in Bosnia know you don't have a job, you do not have a job. Honestly, people, I don't think Donald Trump has ever looked more pathetic than this. And yes, I'm including the time he played tennis in his sport diapers. Because the only way that he can overturn the election is to prove that there has been nationwide voter fraud. And the truth is, that's just not panning out. Election officials in states across the country report to the New York Times no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The Times reached out to top election officials in every state to ask whether they suspected or had evidence of illegal voting. None reported any major voting issues. As for Pennsylvania, the president claims, and I quote, Pennsylvania prevented us from watching much of the ballot count. The Trump campaign went to federal court about this. Judge Paul Diamond, a George W. Bush appointee, heard the arguments. And by the end of the hearing, under questioning from the judge, the Trump campaign lawyer admitted, contrary to his initial complaint, that, yeah, there were, in fact, observers present. Similarly, a state judge in Michigan dismissed a lawsuit over access to ballot counting. She cited a lack of admissible evidence and whether the campaign had even sued the right party. In Georgia, the campaign sued over late mail-in ballots allegedly being counted. The judge dismissed it, again, for lack of evidence. Yep. Trump's claims are being thrown out in the courts all over the country. Michigan courts, Georgia courts, federal courts, even food courts are like, man, get your bullshit out of this Panda Express, Donald. He's getting thrown out of court so fast, the bailiffs don't even say, all rise. They're just like, nah, y'all can keep sitting, man. We won't be here long. Yeah, y'all, y'all just stay where you is. And here's the thing, guys. Everyone knows Trump lost. Even Donald Trump knows that he lost. You know how you know this? You realize you haven't seen his face since they called the race? He hasn't shown it. You think that if Donald Trump really thought he'd won, he'd be hiding? No, we know this guy. The guy would be holding a victory rally every single day. He'd be flying around the country on top of Air Force One doing that weird jerk-off dance that he does. And just so we're on the same page, reporters haven't found widespread voter fraud. Election officials haven't found it. And even the courts haven't found it. So now, Republicans are putting out a mass call for voter fraud investigation volunteers. Republicans continue to search for widespread issues. In Texas, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is offering up to a million dollars to incentivize, encourage, and reward people for reports of voter fraud, even though there has been no evidence of any there. Right now we're in an evidence gathering phase. That's why we have a hotline uh, and that we're asking people to to, to let us know if they have any of these irregularities that they saw, we'll pursue them and then we will pursue legal action. The Trump campaign has set up this voter fraud hotline, basically, where it could field calls about these allegations of voter fraud. I'm told actually a lot of those calls have been prank calls that have been coming in. <laughs> oh man, these poor Trump lawyers. They're gonna be getting into court like, Your Honor, I have a sworn affidavit proving voter fraud from uh, a Mr. Seymour Butts and his good friend, Ben Dover. And, and they're both very concerned. Wait a minute. But what did they expect? What did they expect? You're gonna ask people to call in? What do you expect? The only calls anyone makes anymore are prank calls. Any other reason, you just text. Even when your granny calls you now, she's like, Hello, sweetie. 
Is your refrigerator running? Well, then maybe you should catch it, you loser. <laughs> Donald Trump is saying that he won the election. His supporters are saying that he won the election. But meanwhile, Trump's lawyers are slowly moonwalking away. Am I out of frame? President Trump facing a new setback in his legal challenges to the election. The Trump campaign is abandoning a major part of his legal challenge to votes in Pennsylvania. The campaign is dropping its claim that officials unlawfully blocked observers from watching ballot counting in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Today, the president's lawyers dropped their lawsuit in Arizona, admitting it would not change enough votes to matter. In a Pennsylvania lawsuit, a judge asked Trump's attorney, are you claiming that there is any fraud in connection with these disputed ballots? The Trump attorney admitted no. On Friday, a top lawyer at Jones Day, which has represented Mr. Trump's campaigns for more than four years, told colleagues during a video conference call that Jones Day would not get involved in additional litigation in this election. Damn, Donald, you're losing court cases all over the place. It's almost like a miracle. You know, he took one election loss and turned it into a thousand more losses. Yeah. It's exactly like a miracle, but for losers. I mean, think about it. He's the first president of the United States that lawyers don't want to represent. And lawyers will represent anybody. If you slipped and fell three blocks away from a Walmart, you'll find a lawyer who'll be like, we gotta sue that Walmart, you got a case. But Trump is the president. And they're like, come on, man, don't, don't get me involved in your bullshit, man. And the best part is how these lawsuits are slowly whittling down to nothing from where they started. Because when it kicked off, Trump's lawyers were like, your honor, this election was rigged. And then it was like, okay, the election wasn't rigged, but they didn't let us observe it. Okay, they let us observe the election, but not as closely as we wanted. Okay, none of that is true, but can we all agree that the word election is weird? Yeah, it's weird, right? Election. Sounds weird, right? We can agree on that. So look, man, Trump can say what he wants and his supporters can also say what they want, but his lawyers clearly know the truth. And the truth is that Trump lost the election and not because of any voter fraud, because people voted. And on January 20th, he's gonna have to move out of the White House. The good news for Trump is there's a guy with a U-Haul who's probably still gonna be out there and he can help him move. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Jiggy with it, Trump. In his continuing efforts to find an alternative result to the 2020 elections, Trump on Twitter has already claimed victory in both Pennsylvania and Michigan. Congratulations, Trump, you're president on Twitter. But in reality, both of those states are making like Melania and slapping his grubby little paws away. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that Republican observers in Philadelphia were given proper access under state law to view vote counting. It's the latest in a string of legal defeats for President Trump and his last-ditch effort to challenge results in states that he's lost. New election drama unfolded in Michigan. A public Zoom call turned tense after two Republican canvassers in Wayne County, which includes Detroit, initially blocked the move to certify election results. Shame on you. Shame on you for leading to this level of corruption. You talked about not certifying Detroit, even though you acknowledged that Livonia, a city, by the way, I know you know is 95% white, had bigger variances than Detroit, which is 80% black. President Trump praised the attempt to challenge certification, tweeting having courage is a beautiful thing. But minutes later, the panel changed course, unanimously certifying the presidential results. Woof. What a roller coaster. Basically what happened was, the Republicans on this commission tried to disenfranchise Detroit voters, but people on the Zoom call shut that down by exposing their hypocrisy. And just think about how 2020 has changed everything. Like it used to be that someone would say, oh, I saw Martin Luther King Jr. speak at the Lincoln Memorial, but in 20 years it'll be like, oh, I saw this dude in an orange polo yell at a racist on Zoom. I think his name was Ted or or Ed or something. Oh, it was so good. And it's especially impressive that that guy could be so morally compelling because it's not easy to be engaging on Zoom. You lose all emotion. I bet you if MLK had been on Zoom, he wouldn't have been as impressive. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day we will find... Oh, damn it, my cat has peed on the bed again. Whiskers, what did I tell you about jumping on the bed and doing that when you got your litter box? So on the one hand, it's great that this election board scheme was stopped. But on the other hand, you know things are going bad when an election board is making national news. Because I'll be honest, before yesterday, I'd never heard of a four-person canvassing board or Wayne County or Michigan. Now, while it's true that no one has turned up evidence of widespread fraud, 
Georgia just finished recounting its votes and they found 2,600 ballots that had not been counted, with most of those votes being votes for Trump. Now, that means Trump could lose Georgia by around 13,000 votes instead of 14,000 votes, right? But it still shows you two things. One, elections aren't perfect and mistakes can end up costing candidates votes. But two, it shows you that Donald Trump is so far behind that nothing he can do will help him. But here's the truth. Whether you agree with Donald Trump or not, you can't deny that discovering thousands of votes weren't counted will definitely make some people doubt the validity of an election, especially if your side lost. I mean, imagine if after Hillary's loss, people found out that Wisconsin didn't count thousands of votes. Liberal Twitter would have lost its mind. So don't be surprised that the megaverse is doing it now. And yes, yes, Donald Trump made up these voter fraud claims. I don't deny that. But uncounted ballots for Joe Biden as well, by the way, and Trump make Trump look right. You know, it's like if your partner accused you of cheating and you weren't, but then Tinder sends you a notification saying it found you a match. You'd lose your shit. Baby, this was from two years ago. I was updating the phone and it installed the old apps. I don't use Tinder anymore. This was from two years ago. Please don't leave me. Donald Joe Biden beat my ass Trump. None of his legal efforts to undo the election have been working. So now he's trying a different approach. You might remember that yesterday, two Republican election officials in Michigan tried to throw out votes from the entire city of Detroit. And then they had to be shamed into backing down. Well, it turns out that wasn't the end of the story. Breaking overnight, two Republican election officials in Michigan have changed their minds again. First, they refused to certify the election results in Wayne County. Then they agreed to certify them. But now they're trying to rescind that decision despite a lack of evidence. And we are now learning that President Donald Trump actually called both of them following that controversial meeting. Trump's campaign has long been pressuring Georgia Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Anytime that Trump targets a person publicly, they get death threats and they have to get security. Raffensperger and his wife have received death threats in recent days, including a text to him that read, you better not botch this recount, your life depends on it. Arizona Democratic Secretary of State Katie Hobbs says she too has faced ongoing and escalating threats of violence. This video shows a group of apparent Trump supporters outside Hobbs' house at night chanting, quote, we are watching you. That's right, people. Donald Trump, president of the United States, is working to overturn the election. And people, can we agree? This is not normal. Seeing Donald Trump work, I mean, that's not normal. But it's happening. Trump is personally, listen to this, Trump is personally calling election officials and targeting them in public, hoping to pressure them into overturning the election results, which I don't care who you are is deeply disturbing because before now, He was at least pursuing his claims through the courts. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but it was legal. You know, it's the difference between camping on a spawn point in Call of Duty and smashing the controller on your brother's head. One is bad sportsmanship, the other is assault. And the president's supporters aren't even sending anonymous death threats, which makes sense in a way because Trump himself wouldn't be able to threaten anyone anonymously. You know, he'd blow his cover right away. If you don't overturn the results, you're gonna be in big trouble, tremendous trouble. People tell me all the time, wow, what tremendous trouble he's in. Mr. President, I know that's you. No, it's not. It's not me. It's Bonald. But this shows you that there's no winning when it comes to Donald Trump. 
If he doesn't like you, you get death threats. If he does like you, well, then he gives you COVID. And while the president's team is still fighting the election in court, it's become clear that even that strategy isn't really just about pursuing legal options. The Washington Post's Bob Costa reports that Giuliani's team knows the president can't win and instead are trying to make sure the vote is not certified. Quote, their end game to try to force it to the House. There's a legal game that they're playing. If they can tie this up in court, if they can create enough doubt, then they are hoping that the states just won't certify the election. And if the states don't certify these elections, it goes to the House of Representatives, where Donald Trump has a very good chance of being named president of the United States. So there's a there's a legal uh, trick that they're trying to pull here, throw enough garbage in, in everybody's face that maybe these elections don't get certified, he can steal it in the House. Just to be clear, Trump's lawyers are now reportedly telling people that they don't need to win in court. They just need to create a situation that is so messy, Republican legislatures will step in and overturn people's votes. And again, forgive me here, but it's so astounding to me that America's laws can even allow this kind of thing to happen. I mean, there's all these safeguards, double checks, protections for every single vote. But then if the legislature is a different party than the winner, they can just be like, no, we're just gonna pick our guy instead. That is wild. It's like if you set up two-factor authentication for all your accounts, but then you give your phone to Vladimir Putin for safekeeping. Yeah, don't worry, I make sure that you don't have too many Pornhub accounts. And look, it's extremely unlikely that any of this will work. Although, a lot of extremely unlikely things have happened recently. I mean, if you had told me two years ago that the next Wonder Woman movie would be going straight to HBO Max, I would have said, what's HBO Max? Actually, I'm, I'm still saying that. What is HBO Max? Like, is, is that the same as HBO Go? Or is that HBO Now? Or is it like both of them? Like, do I have it? Am I on it? Donald Trump's attempt to cling to office faced another setback yesterday when Wisconsin and Arizona became the latest states to formally certify Biden's victory. And the Arizona ceremony happened at a particularly awkward moment for Donald Trump. As the governor was signing the certification documents, his cell phone buzzed with the ringtone of Hail to the Chief. Ducey has previously said he set that song for calls coming from the White House. This time, he muted the phone and set it aside as he signed documents that made Trump's loss official. That is cold. Sending the president of the United States to voicemail like he's spam, which he is, but still. You know Fox and Friends were watching this like, oh, that's a good trick. We, we can just not answer before. We gotta try that. And you know what made this move especially gangster? Is that he knew Trump was watching him on live TV. We've all had that moment where we think somebody's ignoring our call or our text, but to actually see it, to see him look at his phone, see your name, and then put it away, ooh. That had to hurt. Trump was probably sitting there like, this is so painful. I've got to call Melania and tell her how bad it hurts. <phone rings> ah, I guess Melania also can't come to the phone right now. Donald J. Trump, president of the United States and man who's in a bar fight with reality. 
Ever since he lost the election, his people have been going through every court in the country trying to find a judge who will help him unlose the election. But yesterday, he might have hit a dead end. The Supreme Court has now shot down an effort by President Trump's allies in Pennsylvania in that overall effort to try to overturn the election. Terry, the U.S. Supreme Court seemed to send a very strong signal late today with uh, very few words. They sure did. This was brutal, David, no question about it. It took the Supreme Court just 34 minutes between the time that President Trump's allies in Pennsylvania filed their brief in this case and a one-sentence order from the Supreme Court rejecting that entire case. Uh, no reasoning, just no, get out of here. And there were no recorded dissents by any of the justices, including Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh, all of whom were appointed by President Trump. It came in a single sentence and we quote the application for injunctive relief presented to justice alito and by him referred to the court is denied Oof, man trump is taking l's people not only did they shut this case down but they shut it down in just 34 minutes they didn't even pretend that they were going to consider it this is like asking somebody out and they just shut you down immediately hey would you like to no go out with me and Trump must be especially butthurt that the justices he appointed didn't do anything about this. Because in his mind, he thinks that they owe him big time. He's probably like, what the hell, Brett? I stuck with you and everyone said you were a creepy drunk, but now you won't let me be president just because I didn't get enough votes. All of a sudden, now you know the meaning of the word no, Brett, huh? I hate all of you, Neil, Brett, and you hurt me most of all, Amy Coney Island. But here's the truth, man. You can't blame the Supreme Court for not wanting to get involved in Trump's case because we all have that one friend that when you see them crying, you think, you know what, I'm just gonna keep walking because if I try help, it's gonna become a whole thing. So this looks like it could be the end for Trump's legal efforts because he can't appeal a higher court than the Supreme Court. I mean, maybe he'll try appeal to God, who knows? Look, I know I'm only asking for your help when I'm walking down a ramp, but this one's important, big guy. Ever since election day, President Trump has made it clear that he would not accept the will of the voters and allow Joe Biden to move into his house. Instead, he promised to fight the election results in court, where he was sure that he could count on his hand-picked Supreme Court justices to rule in his favor. Well, over the weekend, Trump got a reality check. The Supreme Court deals a crushing blow to President Trump in his attempt to overturn the election. The lawsuit was attempting to nullify electoral votes from four states that Joe Biden won, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. The response to the lawsuit came in the first sentence, denied for lack of standing under Article 3 of the Constitution, saying that Texas did not have an interest in the manner which another state conducts its elections. The president had repeatedly said that he wanted his case to go to the high court, particularly after he had appointed a third justice. But the justices decided they didn't even want to hear the case, essentially saying that the state of Texas, Texas, which filed the suit, had no business suing over another state's election. And now Mr. Trump's legal options have effectively run out. Man, I'm sorry, guys, but that is ice cold. Like, vaccine storing temperatures ice cold. Because not only did the Supreme Court not even hear Trump's case, they announced to everyone that they weren't gonna hear it. I guess bad enough when someone sends you straight to voicemail, but imagine if they then went around telling everyone that they did it. Yo, you see Donald trying to call me? 
You want me hanging up on this bitch? I'm about to hang up. I'm about to hang up. Oh, he gone. Although to be fair to the court, this is also such a weird case for them to get because it's from Texas. Texas suing a bunch of other states about how their elections went. That's like telling the waiter that another table should have their food sent back. Yeah, I noticed that their food was a little too hot. You should probably take it back for them. And frankly, I agree with that. It's a good thing that states can't just sue other states for any reason, because if that was allowed, there would be lawsuits all the time. Connecticut would be suing New York for the constant noise violations. Colorado would sue Wyoming for stealing their shape. And every state would be suing Texas for having Ted Cruz. American democracy. It has been three years since Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election, but yesterday, he did it again. President-elect Joe Biden took another critical step toward the White House today with the vote by the country's electors, known as the Electoral College, formalizing his victory. The ceremonies at state capitals across the country are usually a mere formality. But with the president refusing to accept defeat, the electors today found themselves in the spotlight. Legislative offices in Michigan were closed yesterday amid threats of violence, and state police had to block a group of pro-Trump supporters from entering the Capitol. The Capitol is closed unless you have an office here to conduct business today, or if you are taking part in the electoral college process. Anybody else is not permitted to come there, in the there are electors. There are electors. electors. There are electors. Yeah, the electors are already here. They've been checked in. I love that officer's patience. But we're also electors! Yes, you are. And you look so good in your elector costumes, but this meeting is only for grown-ups, so why don't you guys go to the park and play your sore loser game over there, okay? And don't get me wrong, I'm glad that the system worked, but it is weird that this is the system. I mean, everyone has known that Joe Biden was elected for a month, but if those guys had somehow managed to sneak into the room, then they could have screwed up the whole thing? I mean, what would have happened? if that cop had been 50% dumber and let those guys in, huh? You don't want your democracy to depend on a bouncer. But yes, for the 30th time, Donald Trump's attempts to undo the election have once again, finally come to an end. And even some of his biggest enablers are accepting reality. President Trump refuses to concede, but top Republicans now congratulating Biden. I don't know if she's concede. I think the race is over. Pennsylvania Republican Senator Pat Toomey uh, is telling the Philadelphia Inquirer, quote, the outcome of the election is clear, and that is that Joe Biden won the election. Senate Majority Whip John Thune said of South Dakota said, it's time for everybody to move on. The Electoral College has spoken. So today I want to congratulate President-elect Joe Biden. Overnight, Russian President Vladimir Putin finally acknowledging Biden's victory, congratulating him in a telegram, reportedly writing in part, I am ready for interaction and contacts with you. I am ready for interaction and contacts with you. Putin doesn't sound human. He sounds like a self-checkout at a CVS. Ready for interaction. Place to place item in the big. Seriously, guys, what a weird phrase. I am ready for interaction and contacts with you. Sounds like Mike Pence getting frisky. And you know Trump's luck has run out now that Mitch McConnell has conceded the election. Because forget Putin. If Mitch can't find a way to subvert American democracy, then it just can't be done. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com.
follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.